If you're struggling with anxiety, with night sweats, with being freezing cold all the time, with feeling completely frustrated and lost because everywhere you've searched is not giving you any answers for why you're feeling this way, then make sure to tune into this episode. It's the perfect one for you to learn exactly how to go from feeling stuck and frustrated to feeling like a million bucks. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimetopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey there, sister. Welcome back to the Period Whisperer podcast. Bria here, your perimetopause guide. And here's my question for you today. Have you ever found yourself like desperate to maybe sleep through the night without sweating through your sheets, without feeling so anxious in your life? Or maybe you're feeling like that overwhelm in life and in your body. Maybe you feel like you've tried everything and you haven't got results like supplements or even going to see your healthcare practitioner. Maybe you're a parent or you have a full-time job. Maybe you're so frustrated with everything you've tried that you're starting to feel like nothing will ever work. Whatever it is for you, you're if you're hesitant about investing in another program that will make you feel even more overwhelmed and frustrated than you already do, then sister, you're not alone. <laughs> in fact, feeling overwhelmed and stuck is one of the most common things I hear from women suffering in perimenopause. But here's the thing. A program that helps you thrive in perimenopause doesn't actually have to be overwhelming or another thing you invest in, which changes nothing. And to show you that, I'm going to share the inspiring story of my Midlife Mojo student, Christine, who finally found some results that she'd been looking for. And her example is proof that calming the noise and staying focused on one strategy that is designed for perimenopause is a bit, and a bit of, of course, a bit of support can help you get unstuck faster than you think. So without further ado, I'm happy to welcome Christine Firth to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you, Bria. Happy to be here. Yay. So Christine, let's talk a little bit about you and your life, like, you know, what you do, what your day-to-day kind of is, and your age, if you're open to it. I think that's always a good one. Yeah, no worries. Uh, So Bria, I'm 45 years old. Um, I am a police officer. I've been a police officer for 22 years. Uh, I have a 12-year-old daughter. Thank you for your service. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Uh, I have a 12-year-old daughter. My husband is also a police officer, so he's a shift worker as well. Um, And we have two stepsons that are 23 and 24, but they no longer live in the home. So we're just chasing a 12-year-old right now. Um, And yeah, I've actually taken uh, some time off work since January um, as I was suffering from PTSD, Um, some incidents that happened at work. And I just, I I had been trying to get the help and staying at work and was just, I needed some time for me was really um, why I took the time off work. And then 
this came along at the most uh, opportune time when I really felt like uh, I needed some help. And I saw your program. I mean, I've obviously followed you for quite some time. We've done some um, fitness stuff in the past together and uh, I follow you on socials and it just kind of spoke to me. So I was just at such a high stress time in my life. Um, Anxiety was probably at its worst and along with every other symptom that uh, it was time to jump in. Ah, that's awesome. Thank you. And a question actually about taking the time for you, because I feel I feel like that's a really like for a lot of women, that's a tough decision. Was that a hard decision for you to come to to be like, I'm going to take a step back and focus on myself? It was very hard. Um, I've always been very career driven, career focused 22 years. Um, I've spent the last 12 years between homicide and sexual assault and child abuse investigations. And you just go and go and go and go and go. And unfortunately I went until I probably just couldn't give anymore. And I was seeing my therapist weekly and it just got to the point where I, it wasn't successful to me still be at work and try to work on me. Um, So it was very difficult. I tried for about three months to kind of you know, see, see my therapist stay working at the same time. And it just, I finally realized that uh, I had to put myself first. Yeah. I love that. You know, it's, I think it is overall a hard decision, but are you glad you made that decision? Super happy. I made the decision. I needed to. Absolutely. I, I, it was definitely the right decision. I hope that that gives some hope to people who are listening. Cause I think it's a hard thing to decide to do at times. It is. It's very hard to put ourselves first when we've spent our whole lives putting everybody else first. Yeah. Um, and you speak a lot about those things, but it, it's very true. We always put everybody else first and we can only give so much until we have nothing left to give. Yeah. And then you kind of have no choice. It's almost like you hit that breaking point, right? Where it's like, I guess now I have to change. Do you, do you wish you'd done it sooner? I do. I wish I'd have done it sooner just so I didn't get to that sort of rock bottom, like just the not sleeping well and not eating well and feeling terrible and not coping well. And which is increased anxiety. And it's just that, you know, it it just piles up and piles up and piles up. So I wish I'd have listened to my body a little bit sooner um, because I think it was definitely trying to tell me something, but um, nonetheless, it was, uh, you know, the time came. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned shift work. I think that's like, an, I always think that's an interesting topic to talk about because creating routine, I think in, in your life to feel good is, is kind of paramount, but how do you like, you know, do like was working shift work and having a husband that's also working shift work. Did, was that challenging for you to create routine? Do you feel like going back to work, that's going to be a challenge? Um, it wasn't too bad. I was fortunate in the position that I was in for the last 12 years. I worked predominantly days and afternoons. Hmm. Um, the majority of my nights and weekends were off. However, I was on call like 24 seven for those for that time and, and like was attached to a work cell phone too. So, um, it was a lot of shuffling of our daughter, uh, who wasn't old enough to stay home alone at the time. She's 12 now, but was 11 when I went off work. So, um, but very lucky for the help of my parents, but we were very like that. And that was part of my, part of my stress was, that that's like routine and that scheduling, right? We very much had to live by routine, but that routine really didn't allow time for me. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, as we were saying, is so critical that like building of that piece in. So you were talking about obviously like anxiety, you talked about some sleeplessness, but you know, maybe try to paint that picture. Like how, how were you feeling in your body when you, you know, when we connected, when you started hearing about midlife mojo, like what did you feel like was keeping you stuck or awake at night? 
So I guess for me, perimenopause is never one of those things that we don't, it's not talked about really. Like you, you go to your doctor or you go to your naturopath and sure they'll tell you like, Oh, you know, you might be in perimenopause, but then it just stops there and it's, that's it. Right. Nobody, there's no guide. There's no anything. There's no, there's nothing to really help you. And I think I've been hearing this like since I was probably about 37, like when I was starting to have night sweats really bad and just night sweats during the day, I'm freezing cold. I'm always cold. It's mm-hmm. literally just night sweats. And like, like I ran a marathon night sweats. Like I would wake up absolutely drenched religiously night in and night out. And I tried everything. I mean, I had been to every doctor, medicine doctor. I'd been to internists. I'd been to, I'd had every, every organ I think checked. And I was, I was, told I was a picture of health. You're, you're healthy, all your blood work, every, like everything you're healthy. Well, something is not right because nobody should talk like this. Yeah. So I was feeling very, very like stuck and very frustrated mm-hmm. because I was trying to, to advocate for myself and I was trying to get answers, but there was like really no one to help me. So I just found, I kept, I've followed you for years and I kept watching the different socials. And it's like that video is about me. Like what she just said. Yes, that's me. That's me. That's me. And I just, I kept, and it was like, okay, Christine, you can't just keep watching that video. You've got to do something about it. And then I saw your um, call for the midlife mojo program. And I was like, this is exactly what I need. Like I had, you talk about like the cravings and the, the crashes and the fatigue and the stress and the anxiety and the increased moods and the night sweats. And I was like, wow, I don't think she's hit a symptom here yet that I don't have, but you know, so funny, not was, funny, right? You're like, it's right. like I'd be like, well, I mean, you're watching it and you almost have to watch it again. Like, this is me. This is really yeah. me. This is real yeah. life. And I think that I'm sure there are so many women that yeah. relate to that and that we, we just deal with that for so many years. That's what yeah. we do. Yeah, it's I, it's so fascinating because I was I had very similar night sweats were a big one for me too. And and gosh, like good help you if you try to Google it. I mean, if you Google night sweats, oh. the stuff that comes up, like no wonder you try to go to your doctor and get answers because you think something is seriously wrong. And of course, it's always important to go and have that checked out. But like when you go and like you said, you're waking up, it's disrupting your sleep, you're drenched in sweat and everything's fine. You're like, how is this fine? Like it's the most, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, for me, I remember feeling really disheartened by it. Like just like I can't yeah. spend the rest of my life living like this. And they feel, and and they get worse based on the other symptoms being worse, right? Like it's Uh like, so then you're you're getting less sleep and then you're eating usually pretty crappy and you're maybe not exercising because you didn't get a good sleep. So it just, it's just like a ripple effect. And then the night sweats just continue to get worse. Yeah, absolutely. So I know you said you tried, like you went to all the doctors, you tried all of the things. Um, I'm trying to remember, were you working out during that time? on and off. Like I always, always enjoyed the gym, but it was the last, like the last little bit, I think just with the stress of work and the routine and everything else, I had even gotten away from that. Like I would just come home at night and struggle to survive Mm -hmm. and make lunches and make dinner. And then usually sit down on the, on the couch with a glass of red wine. And then, you know, when I felt tired enough to go to bed. Mm -hmm. I love what you said. It's like, you're just surviving. And then you kind of, you're like, I'm, you know, like a lot of women, it's like 37 to 47. You're like, I'm surviving at this age. Like, how am I going to feel at 57 and 67 and 77? Like, that's just, 
it's a, you know, and then there's no answers out there. It's a really frustrating thing. So yeah, and it's just, it's just a struggle. Right. And then a little bit of not a lot of weight gain, but like a little bit, like where you just, I didn't feel comfortable in my clothing or um, like not excessive, but like just yeah. fluffy and bloated. And like, yeah. you know, I just, I felt like all those things. Yeah. And then it perpetuates, like you're saying, it's like, you don't feel well, so then you don't want to do things. So then you eat worse or, and it, imp- I don't know, it impacts your relationships, like your ability to be a, you know, a present mom, your ability to do a really great job at work, your ability to have an intimate connection with your partner. Did you feel any of that too? Oh, absolutely. In every way possible. You just, you feel awful. Like you're, yeah. you're in your body, you feel awful. And then, um, outside of that, it, like you say, it affects, it affects everything for sure. Yeah. So you started midlife mojo, which was very exciting. And for me, <laughs> I think for you too, but was there, when we started, was there anything in the process that I suggested, which like surprised you, or you felt like it worked against the advice you were used to hearing? Um, I think it was the slowdown, like the, the, take a step back. Mm -hmm. Um, that really surprised me because it's against everything that we do even, right. It's against everything. Like nobody had ever recommended that or nobody had ever, you know, less is more or do less. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was a big surprise to me because I think no matter what, like when we are going to the gym, we're like pushing ourselves. Like even when I went off work in January, I made a point like that was to make just to to get into a routine, to be up at, at a time every morning and to go to the gym, but still like I didn't enjoy going to the gym or I would leave very tired and sore and have to like fight through the next day to get there. Yeah. Um, Because we just think, well, we need to, we need to burn more calories. We need to be more active. We need to like, everything's focused, I think on that and these high impact, like where I was going to the gym is very high impact, high intensity. And I would leave being like, Oh, I'm like, I'm just so sore. Like, you know, I, to wash your hair or to sit on the yeah. toilet, like it shouldn't hurt like that. Um, and it was frustrating. It was yeah. frustrating. Cause it's like, well, how do I, how do I navigate this? How do I get through this? If this isn't working for me? So yeah, like I just, I think nothing was working. And then it was the, I remember thinking like the introduction in the first few phases and reading with you and it was about slowing, really slowing things down, like slow the F down yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Literally. And, it, it, and, I, and I was like, well, no, this isn't going to work. Like you're telling me I can't go to the gym. I'm going to walk. Like <laughs> I really would say, like, I can even remember having conversations with friends and being like, yeah, no gym. Like you won't see me there for four weeks. I get to walk. I get to walk twice a day. Like I wouldn't have believed it if you told me I really wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It's a funny thing. And I love what you said there about the soreness. Cause I think we're kind of taught to be like, if you're not sore, you didn't work hard enough. Like, I don't know, you know, especially if you, if you come out of the fitness industry, as I know, like you're a long time fitness yeah. lover and I am, but if you don't have the energy to repair, like you're just sucking the life out of yourself with that. And we, nobody yeah. teaches us this. It's like, it's, and I think that was one of the most shocking things for me was like how I did, I worked, did less and then actually got better results. So, um, I love, you know, I love that you highlighted that. Cause I think it's a, it's a confusing thing for a lot of people. That being said, how are you feeling now? Great. Now, another thing is nobody ever discussed inflammation. That was never, ever brought up. That was never mentioned. It was like, it was just, nobody ever went down that road. And I really like that piece with you. Cause that was kind of like that light bulb moment when you talk about inflammation and in that first step, reducing inflammation. And, you know, you use the broken ankle analogy, broken foot analogy, and, and it really makes so much sense. And I would tell, talk to friends and tell them that. And they're like, 
yeah, it makes sense. Like why, why aren't we thinking about these things? Yeah. Right. So the inflammation was a real key piece because mm-hmm. it's not like, you're not all of a sudden just dieting. You're just cutting mm-hmm. out things that may be causing you to feel that way. And when yeah. you realize that you are feeling so much better, yeah, you're like, that's all I had to do. Yeah. <laughs> like it's almost too easy. Yeah. yeah. Instantly I felt better. Like I feel like a million bucks now. I feel like I have my life back and I really truly do. And I thank you for that because I was stuck. I was stuck. I was literally stuck. Yeah. It's an, it's a, it's a scary feeling to be stuck, especially when you're a high achiever, I think, cause it's like, you really start to feel like you have no control anymore, but it is such an important piece that, cause your inflammation is a stress, a response to stress. But then when you're in this chronic stress, you're chronically inflamed. And so you're right. Instead of saying like, oh, I can't eat this or I can't do that. If we can look at it, like, oh, I just need to take out the things that are inflaming me, <laughs> then it becomes a lot easier and you don't have to measure stuff and you don't have to weigh stuff and you don't have to count your calories. It's like, Hey, I just need to make sure I'm not pissing my body off more. And that's becomes, I don't know, for me, it became a bit easier too. So I'm glad it makes sense. And it, and how quickly it became because you felt better. You didn't miss those things like no alcohol. You know, I, I think I was the one that probably gave you the most grief about that. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I can't have my wine, but I instantly embraced it. And I felt then I, when I could have it, I didn't want it. Like I felt like I went to a 50th birthday party. I went to a wedding. I went to a golf tournament, all completely clean and sober and, and had a great time. And I felt great. And I felt great in the morning. Like it was, it really quickly was like, it was just an aha moment. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where I don't think we don't have to go forever without these things. It's kind of up to you, but we need to have enough space in our body to hear whether this thing is worth it or not to us at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and how it affects us how it affects that sleep that we're going to have or how we are going to function like and a a simple like one glass right but then you know that increases my night sweats because my blood sugar spike in the night and all these things that you're like well that's where that's coming from yeah yeah and it's crazy when you you know when sometimes when you find that one or two things that you pull out and you're like oh that's all I needed to do that's it and somebody told me this a long time ago I know I would have taken care of it so how are you sleeping sleeping amazing like I amazing. Like I'm, and I'm at night, I'm ready for bed. Like I feel like my nighttime routine is just kind of hanging with my daughter, get her lunch ready for the next day. We make sure all the homework, everything's, you know, like everything's just kind of done, finished up some laundry, yeah, whatever, you know, we have kind of when we chit chat the most and then I'm ready for bed. And when bed hits, I'm asleep like that. Like it takes no time for me to fall asleep at all. I've never had electronics. It's always been in my room, like face down. So that's yeah. never been me. There's no TV, nothing like that, but I'm sleeping. The only, the only time I wake up is if it's to go to the washroom in the yeah. night, that's it. And I'm, that's probably something that comes with our age as well. Yes. <laughs> one time a night um, is normal these days. One time. Or because you're drinking more water too throughout yeah. the day. Right. And I do try to limit that at a certain time, but like I sleep, my sleep is like by far the best I've ever had. And that, not only that, I wake up feeling refreshed. Like I wake up usually before my alarm, I, and I, like, I can actually bounce out of bed. Like I feel good. And even the days where if I feel sluggish or I feel tired, once I get up, I have my lemon water, I sit in the window bench with like just the natural daylight. I'm not like the the rest, like I'm ready. I'm ready for the day. Like the the rest is easy. Like it's not, I used to dread before. I used to think like, oh my God, when can I have a nap? When, when, when in my day can I fit in a nap? Like those days are long gone. (laughs) 
And what a difference that makes in life. You know, I don't want to make assumptions, you know, about your life, but like what a difference that makes in life when you're not dragging the entire day or wondering when you're going to get your nap in. Absolutely. It makes a huge difference, right? You just have more, I just have more energy to just kill the day. Like just own it, right? Do I'm volunteering more at my child's school while I'm off. I'm doing more, took out pickleball. Yeah. Just doing more for me. And I don't like, I, I wish now I'm like, oh, there could be more hours in a day. Like I, could take on more. I could do more. Like, I'm just really feeling that energy throughout the day. And I don't get those like mid afternoon crashes. I don't get cravings throughout the day because I'm making sure that I'm, you know, eating every four to five hours. Yeah. I love that. It's like what, it's like, you don't even realize what more your life can be, like what more can fulfill it until you have the energy and space to actually do more things. And isn't that what life is, right? It's about Mm -hmm. sort of, you know, the things we get to do to experience, to love and to, you know, and laugh with others. And uh, I love that. So, and how's the anxiety for you now? Cause you talked about that much, much better. Like for sure. My anxiety was like at an all time high when I went off work and prior to doing the, the program, like it was, and it's really helped reduce it a lot. Like, will I always struggle with some anxiety? Most likely, but yeah. now there's ways that I know that I can reduce that and I can feel comfortable. I can feel like I can get through the day and I can feel like I can take on the tasks ahead of me. And, you know, you can set yourself up, right? You, you can take the time to do the things that make you feel better. Yeah. Yeah. And then it gives more to the people that you've been prioritizing above you all this time, right? It allows you to have that space without anything else. I yeah. love that. I'm so happy. I'm so glad that you're feeling so good. And uh, when you said, I feel like a million bucks, it just like lit my whole heart up. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no, I do. Like, it's, it's like, you couldn't have come along at a better time in my life when I needed Bria most. <laughs> she did not fail me. Okay. So what do you think women going through this hormonal shift, like really need to know, like, if you could share just one thing, what, what would be that big thing to share? I think it's leaning on an expert like yourself, like you have done the research, you've educated yourself, you've, you've learned all the things that I don't have time to learn, right? Like I don't have, we don't, you have all the knowledge and to lean on somebody with that knowledge that can guide you through this process and that you're not alone. Like we go through this massive phase in our life that lasts the longest, yet it's like the most undiscussed, you know, swept under the rug, um, issue. And with the support of other people, like the group was so helpful because you can bounce ideas, you know, that you're not alone, you know, how everybody, how everyone's feeling. Um, so I think it's just having that help, like trusting somebody and trust the process, slow down. (laughs) Like you have, we got like, I have friends and they, it's just go, 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 go. And and you keep saying to them, like, you're, you need to listen to your body. You need rest. You need to slow down. It's it's amazing, right? What happens when you actually, and and like, this is the logical part. I agree with you where it's like, when we live in this hustle addicted world, like our body's always trying to push in balance. So the fastest way to get that balance back is to do the exact opposite of what you're doing, which Mm -hmm. is the work at the end of the day, isn't it? Like it's the mental gymnastics you go through to say like, Hey, okay, it's going to be okay if I slow down and trust the process, like you're saying. So I love that. Yeah. Like about 30 minute walk, whether it be in the nice weather outside's great on the treadmill. Yeah. It's like every bit as good as that hour long workout that you're, you may be struggling to get through because it's not a good day, right? Instead, put on a podcast, plug in and 
and take some, take a half hour for you to sort of de-stress with that walk yeah. rather than the other. But I think we're so stuck on numbers and we're so stuck on um, calories and we're so stuck on all these things that aren't helping us in the long run. Yeah. They're actually making it worse, which is what's so frustrating. And I'm with you. It's like, not only are, are, are none of us ever educated on any of this piece, but like, I remember for me feeling like I'm in the wellness industry and I don't know any of this stuff. Like when this hit me, so it's like, how on earth is someone who has another expertise, like for you being, you know, in, in the police force or like for, you know, someone who's anything, a nurse, a teacher, if they're not in this, how are they ever going to find the time to figure this out if no one's teaching this piece? Absolutely. You can do all the things or you can try all the things, but like, you know, I wasn't familiar with infradian rhythm and circadian yeah. rhythm and like yeah. that, you know, those are their words, you know what they are. You have a yeah. general idea of what they are, but I, you know, that, that was so far beyond me and it was so helpful to have that guidance through the program and in, in ways that I could understand it. Like you really have a, such a good way of simplifying things and putting it out there so that we women understand it and can follow it. Well, thank you. I'm so happy to hear that. And do you feel like going forward as we exit the program, like, are you feeling less overwhelmed? Like when you think about now your next three months of how you're going to operate in life or even going back to work when that feels, if and when that feels right for you, how do you feel about navigating like the maintenance of this program? Yeah, I feel super strong now that I have the tools. Like, it's like, I have those tools in my toolbox. You know, they work. <laughs> I know they work. I know they're tried to, and like bonus out of all this, I lost five pounds and I wasn't <laughs> looking for any weight loss whatsoever. My body is more toned than it ever has been. Um, and I know you, you told us that and you said it would happen and it did, <laughs> but you would, I wouldn't have believed it when you first started by like, you know, Oh, I am week or month one, like, this is what we're going to do. You know, it just, so I, I now know that I can always go back to the basics. Like I know that I can always reset. I know that I can always, you know, if I go back to feeling very anxious or very, you know, I, I can go back, cut out some of those inflammatory foods, cut back on the workouts, um, and really listen to your body. Like we, we just, I guess that's the key. We don't listen to our bodies enough. And we just kind of add more. We have a lot of stress already and we just add more on top of that mm-hmm. and it puts us in a bad place sometimes. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, you know, the the shifting of these hormones in this 20 year perimenopause transition, like you were saying, it's a long, it's so long, you know, adds this workload, it adds a stress. And so we just, I think we can, we become more, so much more sensitive to all stress and how that shows up, whether it's in anxiety, whether it's in weight gain, whether it's in night sweats is really person dependent, but you know, I think it can feel frustrating and like, Oh, I'm just getting old and this is just how it is. And there's no real answers. But I actually think if we can put on the lens of thinking like, Oh, this is actually like, this is our midlife gift telling us that like, Hey, none of these things were probably ever really work. We were working for us, but youth is a bit forgiving and it was managing it. Now we have the opportunity to actually know our body, hear what it's saying, and then dive into this next chapter without, you know, in the best shape that we can be in the best health that we can be without, you know, leaving, you know, without just shoving stuff under the rug and thinking it's normal. Absolutely. I mean, these are the best years of our lives, right? Like you're now at a, we're at an age where our kids are at an age where we can enjoy more and do more. And yeah, I just think it's, it's, it's so, 
we're just supposed to deal with it. Like, you know, perimenopause is just, it's just this thing and it happens and you're going to gain weight and you're going to this, and you're going to, and it, it doesn't need to be that way. Really. Yeah. It doesn't. If we have a few little tools and tips and things along the way that can help guide us through this, you know, like, let's be honest, we're pregnant for nine months and we have somebody guide us through that. Right. Yeah. We have someone guide us through labor. Yeah. We have someone help us raise children. Like, yeah. but this, and then it's like this part of our lives. We're just kind of on our own. Well, we're not on our own. We don't need yeah. to be on our own. Yes. And that's the biggest lesson here. Like we don't need to feel like that. And there's nothing better than feeling amazing. Like who doesn't want to wake up every day and feel like, you know, I got this. Yes. Or excited for what could come or like interested in different opportunities, whether that's just being super present in your family or whether that's going after another dream or goal. It's like, we don't want to put those down because of how you feel. Like we should be picking those up right now and really diving into life. So I love that you said that. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you sharing this story. I'm so happy for how you're feeling. And this is a testament to you following the program, doing the work and trusting the process. So I'm I'm just so grateful for you, Christine. I'm really glad we're connected. And now that I am officially making you my friend, so I hope you're okay with that. I well, think I always thought we were friends. <laughs> feeling is mutual. And I thank you for taking the time out uh, and doing what you do to help women because you walked into my life when I needed you most. So cheers what sisters do I think right for each other sisters like they you know we show we share what works and we show up when we need to so I'm really glad it worked out absolutely awesome thank you so much Christine and sisters go out be more in your life and less on your scale reach out if you have any questions and we'll catch you next time Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.